the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We spent hour number one talking about... I still haven't gotten an update from uh, my friendly neighborhood Hilliard School spokesman about how much they spent to invite Kaleidoscope Youth Center in to indoctrinate their Hilliard-Davidson High School teachers and the merits of transgenderism and how they should pat themselves on the back if they get a kid to come out to them. Uh, They're doing it in Dublin. They're doing it everywhere. This is the hill that I'm going to die on if I have to die on any issue because the transgender ideology uh, masqueraded under the umbrella of social emotional learning is meant to take our kids away from us. If they can't take them away from us physically, they'll take their minds away from us. They'll poison their minds. That's what Kaleidoscope Youth Center does. They have a well-funded million dollars a year operation in downtown Columbus where kids 12 to 20 can drop by and be affirmed in their mental disconnect between their biological reality and the morality that's placed into every human heart about how you're supposed to act. Adidas yesterday with an ad exposing for all to see the breasts of 16 women meant to remove the shame. Well, shame actually has a good function. It keeps us within the lines. Guardrails. There's a reason why there are guardrails on mountain roads. So you don't drive off the cliff and kill yourself. The boundaries in our life are actually good for us. And we don't have boundaries in our life. We get, mm, I don't know, 200 plus murders a year, city of Columbus. We get drug overdose deaths. Boundaries get a bad rap. Boundaries are good. The left wants to remove all boundaries. Can't say anything's wrong. Can't say anything's shameful. Can't feel guilt about anything. Must affirm people in everything we do. It's interesting. Interesting, isn't it? We send our kids to school so that the people who've been educated to teach them can teach them about history and science and math and this and that and the other. But when the kid says to you, I know I'm biologically a boy or biologically a girl, but I'm really not that. I'm really something else. That's the place where the stop sign goes up and you go, no, 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 no teaching from the educated person with a life perspective is welcome in this area. No, you instantly must affirm them. And if their parents aren't on board, well, we'll just keep that between us. We won't tell the parent that we're calling Billy Joanne. We won't tell them that because we care about the kids. They don't care about the kids. We care about the kids. So we spent some time talking about that, and I will fight against that, and you need to fight against that because I think it's entirely possible that the whole mask mania out there on the left, it's not that they're sticking with it because they deny the fact that 
robbing children of their humanity, robbing children of being able to be affirmed by a teacher's smile or a friend's body language or facial approval signals. I think that might actually serve a purpose of the left. If you dehumanize the kids, if you psychologically damage them, if you emotionally damage them, well, that child becomes confused. That child becomes easier to manipulate, easier to indoctrinate. I think it's worth consideration. Thankfully, not all the medical professionals in the state of Ohio are making the binary choice. COVID's out there, so you got to wear a mask. Thankfully, there are some smart medical professionals in the state of Ohio and some nationally, upwards of a thousand of them, who understand that you can't damage kids psychologically and emotionally. The trade-off is not worth it in terms of what you're going to do to protect them physically. Aside from the fact that the masks don't do anything to protect them physically. The story comes from the Ohio Press Network and our friend Jack Windsor and his fine reporters. More than 60 Ohio medical professionals have joined 1,000-plus colleagues nationwide to sign the Urgency of Normal Statement. What is the urgency of normal? This is a group of scientists, pediatric infectious disease emergency and ICU doctors concerned that the way we've mitigated COVID COVID, has done more harm than good. You can find out details at urgencyofnormal.com and they have resources for you and materials for you and you don't even have to pay for them. Here's the statement from the website. Healthy children and young adults are the demographic least vulnerable to serious illness from SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. But for two years, children and young adults have suffered the most disruption to life with no benefit to their health. This is a comment from Dr. Nicole Johnson, who is a doctor in Cleveland, specializing in pediatric critical care medicine, so she knows her stuff. She and 15 colleagues make up the urgency of normal team. She says the negative effects of these disruptions will last a lifetime. Yeah, and sadly they will. It's imperative that we reverse course now to minimize the long-term damage to children and young adults' intellectual, physical, social, and psychological development. So they're looking for other doctors who want to sign on to this, and I know one who I believe will because he's a courageous guy, a smart guy, and he has spoken out on these very issues Um at great personal risk to his reputation and other things. A statement from the Urgency of Normal team says, based on a careful review of all this evidence, we believe it's time to allow children the same return to normalcy that adults have enjoyed. Schools, athletic activities, extracurricular activities should be restored to their 2019 norms. Mass should be optional in U.S. schools. And we can also return to pre-pandemic norms for quarantines. If you're sick, stay at home. Yeah, man, have we ever suspended common sense during this pandemic? Remember? Oh, I'm sick, so I'm going to stay home. And I'm sick, and I don't need to go to a doctor and find out exactly what I have. I just know I don't feel good. The people who've been gripped by fear by COVID and have to find out, is it COVID? Is it COVID? And then you report it to the school. I have COVID. Oh, great. Even my daughter's Christian school is out to lunch on its sane response to this. Oh, 
some kid in your daughter's class tested positive. He sits four seats in front of your daughter. He breathes facing forward. But your daughter is a close contact. And I say to my daughter, you ever speak to this kid? Is he a friend of yours? You hanging out together? No, Dad. I barely know him. Well, hun, you can't go to school for 10 days. Got a mask for five if you go. He's like, I hate being made to feel like a big germ. My 12-year-old says that to me. I hate being made to feel like a big germ. Congratulations! I'm so glad I'm paying you thousands of dollars to make my daughter feel like a big germ. Yeah, that's not damaging. And that's a Christian school, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think they're doing in public schools? The whole thing is infuriating because it is an acquiescence to the fear of people who do not share, in many cases, the priorities of those of us who order our lives according to our faith. So why are we imprisoned by their fear? Because we lack courage. That's why. Because we'd rather go along and get along than stand for truth. So I encourage you to go to urgencyofnormal.com. It's an all-volunteer organization. They don't get any outside funding. They're not getting government grants. They're not playing some game with you. They're not on the payroll from corporations that have side agendas. So this is a great organization, and I applaud Ohio Press Network and Jack Windsor and his people for doing it. Jack Windsor's been, he's been the lone wolf in the wilderness on this thing. He was the first and only reporter to hold Mike DeWine and Amy Acton's feet to the fire on this. So, of course, what did they do? They stopped, stopped calling on him, and then they banned him from the press conferences. But there are just enough people out there. Jack Windsor's one. Tom Susie's one. TheSusieReport.com. I like to think I'm one. And I like to think you're one. There are just enough people out there who realize the import of not being afraid to just ask questions and call out the nonsense. So I hope my purpose here is to shine light on the darkness out there and to encourage you to uh, be one of those few people who, if we're going to be saved, from this uh, mounting cultural ooze, it's on us to do it. It is on us to do it. So the uh, big game is Sunday. I think I can say Super Bowl if I'm talking about it as a news event, not a contest. Uh, and uh, Joe Burrow, Ohio's own, is the, of course, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. And social media is awash in photos of little kids dressing like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has become uh, Joe Cool, leading the Bengals to three playoff wins <laughs> until their first, first Super Bowl in over 30 years. Uh, Joe Burrow, good-looking young guy, confident guy, cocky guy, I would say. Uh, and I hope the Bengals win. I grew up a Browns fan, but 
Uh, my Browns, of course, have never been to the Super Bowl. I used to hate the Bengals with the passion of a thousand sons. Uh, now I am happy for the city of Cincinnati, and I actually said early in the year, they're going to be a lot better than people think, and I think they're a playoff team. People laughed. <laughs> I should have said they'd be a Super Bowl team. That people would have remembered. But the state of Ohio, even Mike DeWine, has issued a proclamation touting the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, there are also pictures on social media of dogs wearing Bengals gear. The uh, city of Cincinnati, of course, is gripped with Bengal fever, just like uh, Columbus is when the Buckeyes are playing in the national championship game. Cincinnati Country Day School uh, for the week uh, is spelling a day, not D-A-Y, but D-E-Y, as one of the uh, charming aspects of the Bengals' success is the chant, Who Day, Who Day, who they think going to beat them Bengals. Not exactly grammatically correct, but uh, sports uh, slogans like that seldom are. But the state of Ohio has missed out, according to uh, thecentersquare.com, on a big monetary windfall with the Bengals being in the Super Bowl because, of course, we do not have yet, but we will have by this time next year, legalized sports gambling in the state of Ohio. Now, as somebody who has a faith perspective on life. I know that I am not supposed to endorse or engage in gambling of any sort, so I am not extolling the virtues of it, and I'm not saying I'm in favor of it. I'm just reporting what would be the case for the state of Ohio if gambling were legal in the state now, which it is not. So if you're betting with a bookmaker, uh, you are committing a crime. I am also dubious of the promise that the state of Ohio gives us that sports gambling and the windfall the state will get from it will help education in the state of Ohio. If you want to juice up the amount of scholarships you'll give to kids who are sick and tired of going to public schools and fully fund them going to the private school of their choice, well, then we could talk. Then we could talk about the merits of sports gambling. But I don't think the state of Ohio is going to do that because, of course... The teachers' unions would complain as if you stuck them with a switchblade between their shoulders. But if legalized sports wagering was in effect now, uh, Ohio believes it would be reaping a windfall of between 70 and $100 million on this. Now, DeWine signed the bill into law in late December, which will create online retail, and kiosk sports gambling throughout the state. But they don't think they'll get it off the ground until this time next year. By this time next year, do you think the uh, Browns or the Bengals will be in the Super Bowl? Uh, History would say no. Since we're on our 56th Super Bowl, and only three of them have included an Ohio team. But you'll be able to gamble everywhere throughout the state of Ohio, and uh, if you're... Bengals or your Browns get back in the Super Bowl again, well, the state of Ohio will be even happier about it then than they are right now because, of course, they will. somebody's pockets will be getting lined. Uh, I am a text person, not an email person. A lot of times people say, I sent you an email. I'm like, I'm not policing my emails like I am my texts. I check my texts conservatively. I'm not, I'm, I'm not proud of this. I want to say 10 times a day. It's probably closer to 20 times a day. Do I have a text? Return that text. I think it's rude not to return a text. So 
I'm a text person. And in the I'm not I'm not really emoji person though. I don't use emojis much. There there are people who text me repeated emojis. Like three, four, five emojis. I have a, a gentleman who uh, emails me almost every day, and he's listening right now, and he'll probably make a comment about this, what I'm about to say. He puts so many emojis in his emails, I can't follow them. I can't follow them. But if you're a person who uses emojis, the one emoji that I use most often, aside, aside from a smiley face, is the thumbs up. The thumbs up emoji. People were using it. When I would say something I agree with, they'd send me a thumbs up. And I had to ask my daughter, where do I find the thumbs up? How do I use the thumbs up? She said, you type in thumbs up, Dad, and it'll pop up. So, of course, I was so inept at it that in the first few times I did it, I would type in thumbs up, and I would actually send the words thumbs up. My daughter's laughing at me right now, if she's listening. But at any rate, did you know that you need to be careful about the thumbs up emoji because it might prove that you are, that's right, racist. According to NPR, you can't be surprised at that source, can you? Some white people who have been using the yellow thumbs up emoji uh, are asserting their privilege uh, by doing so. Because they are taking something that was created to represent diversity. Apparently there is a white thumbs up that I was unaware of. The one I use is a yellow thumbs up. Aaron, have you ever seen the lily white thumbs up emoji? Or are you like me, unintentionally racist by sending, if you ever send it, the yellow thumbs up? I'm really living an emojiless life. Oh, good for you. You you have a rich, rich life, my friend. <laughs> um, the uh, people at NPR uh, say you need to be careful about which color thumb emoji you send. So if you care about living your life according to the whims of NPR, go for it. Uh, but I don't, so I won't. So if I am someone who texts you, you will continue to get the yellow thumbs up from me because it's the first one that pops up on my screen, and I don't mean to be racist in the course of doing so. Oh. Uh, the Olympics on NBC are having record low ratings. I'm happy about this, although I'm a little bit conflicted being happy about it. So these are, as Hugh Hewitt calls them, the genocide games. They never should have been awarded to Beijing. But I heard an American athlete this morning who had won a gold medal talking about winning the gold medal, and I thought, you know, typically I'd be really happy for this person. It's not their fault that they're being forced to compete in China. So I'm a little conflicted that I don't care, but not enough to care. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.